Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. Nice, Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Produced by Sean Tafiri Nika, it's Mike, Alois and Barry on top here Tuesday. It's going to be a good one because on the home front, Zimbabwe's preparations for the upcoming series against Afghanistan got a huge boost after Australia also confirmed that the Chevrons will tour their shores for the first time in over 18 years. In our Formula 1 report, which is proudly brought to you by Zamoko, Red Bull Formula 1 boss Christian Horner says that his team won the Monaco Grand Prix by doing the basics well and thinking on their feet. In Around the World in 60, we have updates from France, England and New Zealand. In the beautiful game, kickoff is on the continent where Al Akhli head coach Pizzo Mosimani believes the best team lost following the 2-0 defeat against Cuidad Casablanca in the CAF Champions League final last night. We head to Spain where Real Madrid forward Karim Benzema has been named as the Champions League player of the season following his exploits in helping Los Blancos capture record-extending 14th Europe Cup and in Germany, Robert Lewandowski has publicly stated his desire to leave Bayern Munich this offseason rather than at the end of his contract next year. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. All right, get in touch with us on what on our WhatsApp number 0731168045. That's 0731168045. That's our WhatsApp number right here in the studio. And today we want to know who are your top three players in the just ended season in Europe? European. Uh no, if I say European, that would, that might confuse things. Yeah. Players who are playing in Europe, who are your top three for this past season? Send it through 0731168045. There's a player who's already been touted for Ballon d'Or. Do you agree? Disagree? If you do, who do you think should be? Well, there's some messages that are coming in. This one is definitely nothing to do with the sport or football. It's from Jerry Marimo in Mufako. So he says, hi, Ms. Red. How are you? Well, Sam, if you're listening, we'll follow, we'll Jerry is looking message. for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jerry wants to know how you're doing. Uh, Jerry, send a message on to her number 0772. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just... I, I, no, no, a number of men scurrying for their phones. Don't forget, this show is available as a podcast on anywhere where you get your podcasts. Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you want to do it, you can do it. Just search for ZFM Sport. And don't forget to punch that subscribe button it'll let you know once a podcast is up a new podcast is up right we're on the home front first and we're talking cricket the home front local sports news and analysis 
Alright, now Zimbabwe's preparations for the upcoming series against Afghanistan got a huge boost after Australia also confirmed that the Chevrons will tour their shores for the first time in over 18 years. Cricket Australia confirmed a three-match one-day international series to begin towards the end of August this year at Townsville, a coastal city in northeastern Queensland, Australia. Now, the tour had hung in suspense over the last two years due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Zimbabwe are, however, currently preoccupied with preparations for the upcoming home series against Afghanistan. The Chevrons are set to play three one-day internationals and three T20 internationals starting on Saturday for the next two weeks. Uh, The incoming tour of Afghanistan notwithstanding, the excitement, Mike, will be around Australia for sure. Absolutely. I mean, uh, the opportunity to tour Australia, we don't get to play the top tier nations as regularly as we would want and would want to see how our boys are going to fare uh, against Australia, one of the best sides uh, in white ball cricket uh, in the world. In fact, one of the best sides in cricket, uh, period. Mm, Uh, And so we'll be touring uh, Australia and of course uh, that um, uh, white ball series uh, between uh, the Chevrons and Australia is going to kickstart a busy season for the Australians who are also set uh, to host uh, the Black Caps of New Zealand, West Indies as well as England in one day internationals and T20 international series before they welcome the rest of the world for the ICC T20 World Cup between October and November. So it's an opportunity for them to run their eye over some of their fringe players I believe especially against Zimbabwe. I don't expect to see the likes of David Warner, the likes of Glenn Maxwell, uh, the likes of Pat Cummings or Mitch Stark play versus Zimbabwe but I think some of the players who are looking to stake a claim uh, in that team, in that World Cup squad I think they'll be given an opportunity to do so against Zimbabwe and so for the likes of Zimbabwe of course a great opportunity for them to go and play in Australia Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how they fare. The results in recent times have been great Barry. We lost a series versus Namibia. We've got Afghanistan now Mm -hmm. uh, coming to Zimbabwe uh, and we that's a tough one because they've now produced a a number at least half a dozen uh, world-class stars if you can call them that these are players that are regularly competing uh, in the IPL Uh, Rashid Khan uh, who arguably is probably Mm. uh, the best T20 all-rounder in world cricket. Sure. Uh, he's going to be leading out at that uh, Afghanistan side as far as performances are concerned here in Zimbabwe. So uh, a good test for Zimbabwe against Af- Afghanistan. Uh, we'll need to play well in that series to harbour any hopes of an upset when we go down under. Yeah, especially given that we are the appetizer, if you like, uh, before <laughs> Australia before the sterner test. Yes, before Australia welcomes New Zealand, West Indies and England. Uh, and then, of course, there's the ICC T20 World Cup that you spoke of in October and November. And of course, that schedule for Australia continues into the new year with more one-day internationals and tests against England, West Indies and South Which is Africa. why I'm convinced that, that uh, their, their regulars will not be playing in all the matches. They're going to rest those key players in some of the matches that they uh, deem to be inconsequential. In fact, the choice of venue is actually telling uh, as far yes. as our tour <laughs> is concerned. Yeah. Uh, the fact that uh, we're going to be playing, of course, uh, in that coastal city in northeastern Queensland. Yeah. Uh, in Townsville uh, speaks volumes it's not one of the traditional uh, venues I mean uh, you know usually if you're sort of like given a fringe venue they'll take you to Hobart yeah. uh, out in Tasmania uh, but we're certainly not playing at the Waka we're not mm. going to play at the Gabba we're not playing in Melbourne we're not playing in Sydney uh, and so I think uh, or in Adelaide yeah. those are the traditional big venues as far as Australian cricket is concerned and when they feel, put you in one of those venues you know that they mean business uh, <laughs> and that they expect there to be a huge public interest yeah. uh, so the fact that they've taken us to uh, one of these northeastern towns. It's a place where 
they probably don't get to see action. It's the equivalent of us saying, hey, the Warriors are going to be playing Somalia. We're going to play the Ascot. game. Uh, no, not even Ascot, because that's Gueru. Yeah. Uh, we're going to play the game in Gokwe. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, and you know the locals will turn out oh, make no mistake about it uh, block. It, it, it'll be chock-a-block if you take the Warriors out to yeah. Gokwe yeah. Uh, you know you put the Warriors there it's got to be chock-a-block yeah, uh, sure. or to Bindura yeah, yeah, or I to say sure. hey the Warriors are going to be playing in Chinoy or in Kariba uh, at a venue like that that's yeah. what they've done so it shows you that as far as the public interest uh, in Australia is concerned it's really not hovering yeah. uh, over the Chevron's tour I take your point on board uh, about resting the key players from Australia but um, also don't you think that uh, it's going to be an opportunity for them to also see because they've got such a a, a long deep schedule that has uh, stern tests they know that they're going to need a, a, a pool of players uh, that is quite deep and listen they, they they know who the players are but also to run their eye on who's in form and can actually slot into some of those uh, uh, key series that are upcoming including well, that, the World Cup that, that's why New Zealand West Indies and England are there Barry not Zim I, I don't think Zim is the ultimate test or the measure right. uh, that uh, they would say hey you know what if you, if you strike a century uh, in a game against the Chevrons, you know, you're going to be but I, I believe that of course uh, over the series that they're going to play versus New Zealand, West Indies and England, I think they're going to get a truer picture of where some of those players lie and where some of the key players lie and try and work out some of the combinations, you know, one of the interesting ones for Australia is Matthew Wade mm. uh, you know, who has been sort of like critical and key for them in white ball cricket uh, in recent times you know, where does he slot into the batting order? Mm -hmm. uh, do you get him to open up top, at the top uh, do you do that do you send him in with David Warner yeah. uh, and Matthew Wade at the top or do you get him to come in at number 6 and yeah. leave uh, Finch and Warner uh, to open so those are sort of like the uh, the things they'll be looking at you know, the, the yeah, permutations yeah. they'll be looking at uh, and so it'll be interesting uh, for the Australians but exciting for Zimbabwe I think it's, uh, it's good for our lads to be going down under it certainly is and uh, also key uh, matchup that one because it's uh, part, it constitutes part of the ICC Cricket World Cup Super League which is also a qualifying format for next year's ICC Cricket World Cup so uh, if we can seek a result uh, we might be able to get a few points I doubt it though Australia is currently fourth with 70 points after winning seven of their uh, 12 matches and I think they'll want to rack up a few points against Zimbabwe the series has been postponed previously uh, like we said earlier due to the uh, pandemic and Zimbabwe lost to Australia uh, for one day international games back in May 2004 with the Chevron suffering a 3-0 defeat in the four matches of that a series so expect pretty much more of the same if we can sneak a result it'll be uh, kudos to the boys but at the moment form is not on our side as Zimbabwe cricket so the hope is that the Afghani Afghan tour uh, that is incoming might be a bit of a tune up for our boys give us a bit of a confidence boost if it can yeah. uh, before we travel yeah definitely I think uh, I'll try and nip in uh, to watch some of the games yeah. uh, maybe not on Saturday uh, Golden Eagles will be in action but the Monday game uh, the second one day international definitely nip into our Sports Club, uh, those of you who can nip in, uh, I think uh, we need to do that. Uh, the boys deserve our support. They certainly do. Uh, and uh, it'll be nice to see uh, a full house at our Sports Club, especially over the weekend, yeah. uh, to back the boys. Uh, you know, we're not getting... It's not very often that we get world-class stars, and Rashid Khan is certainly one of them uh, coming to these shores, and it'll mm. be good just to see him uh, operate and uh, get down to business. Uh, it's not T20 cricket, uh, but yeah. uh, he should be effective with the ball. Uh, he's usually tight, very economical, uh, mm. and even uh, he wields a 
long handle as well with a yes. bat. You know, yeah. he can clear the rope quite easily. And so he's going to be a stern challenge, I think, for uh, the Chevrons uh, this coming weekend and, of course, in a few days to come. Yeah, and I think the message there is that, uh, listen, uh, we know the Chevrons aren't in a good space at the moment, but uh, if they were, if they only needed fans and supporters when they were playing well, then they, they wouldn't need supporters. That's why the, we are called supporters. They need our support. And so let's troop out to Harare Sports Club and make sure that we are there. One international uh, series in itinerary looks like this. The first one is on Saturday. That's uh, uh, the 4th of June. Then the next one is on Monday, the 6th of June, uh, with uh, the third and final One Day International on June the 9th. Uh, that is three days uh, after the second. Uh, the, twi- the T20 International uh, Series itinerary, uh, the first T20 International is on the uh, June the 11th. And then on the 12th, the next day, uh, they take on the second T20 International. Two days later, on the 14th, is the third T20 International. All the matches are at Harare Sports Club. But very conveniently located. Get down there and let's support our boys. The Chevrons are in action. Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe cricket captain. You're listening to ZFM Sport. Z. Alright, let's give you the rest of your local sports news roundup, starting with tennis, where Zimbabwean players had a fair start at the Cranred International Tennis Federation 18 and under South Central Circuit Zimleg One tournament that got underway in Wulawayo with three of the players winning their first round matches. Ethan Sibanda, who is leading a player among the local players in the boys' singles, had a good day on the court after beating South African Francois Van Veek uh, 6-4, 4-6, 6-3 the match was a repeat of last year's tournament uh, held at Harada Sports Club where Sivanda cruised to a victory against the same opponent in netball news the technical team of the Zimbabwe netball team is expected to name a 14 member final squad that will go into camp in preparation for the Confederation of Southern African Netball Association tournament scheduled for Malawi next month uh, 25 players were provisionally selected for trials from several provincial meets that the technical team has been conducting over the past few months. 14 players have been picked by GM's head coach, Robo Fadzom Tsaouki, and are expected to be announced tomorrow. We'll wrap it up with news out of the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League where Zifa say Highlanders should appoint a coach for their next game against Harare City as they only allowed Joel Lopatla to be in charge for one game. Lopatla took charge of Boso in their goalless draw against PC Kariba at Nyamunga Stadium on Saturday despite not being a holder of a CAF-A coaching badge as required by the FIFA club licensing requirements. Under FIFA's club licensing policy, a coach without a CAF-A coaching license can't sit on the team bench as head coach on match day. Without a CAF-A badge, a coach needs a special waiver from Zifa to take charge of a Premier Soccer League team. Your thoughts on this one, Alois? Uh, they've uh, written to Haaland and say, hey, Lopatla, that was just the one game. you got to get a coach in charge who has the badges. Uh, you see, uh, Mike, we go back to the same issue. Uh, courses. Mm. You know, they keep on doing the, the same thing. I think it, I think there's somebody who is very cruel at, at Zifa. <laughs> insensitive. I, I think it's, it's, it's insensitive and cruelty. And look at this young coach. Mm. He has been struggling. He has waited for six years to get this badge that you want him to have. Mm. But he can't have it. And you're because you're not, you're not offering you're the opportunity. You're not, not running the course. Then you write and say, we don't want him. He must have the course. Where does he get it? And then at some point they actually said even if you if you go and get it out of the country we don't recognize a cafe that is not uh from here so 
what exactly do they want these guys to do? What, yeah, what it, do they do? They, they put these coaches, Barry, in what a very tenuous position because, yeah. one, they are not offering the courses. Two, they speak of not accepting any qualifications that are done beyond our borders. And, and then what we see is the constant recycling of the same coaches in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League, whether they are successful or not, simply because, not because they deserve the job, but simply because they have the badges. Yeah, uh, I look squarely in the office of uh, um, Tekede on the basis that the technical director clearly is not analysing performance. Uh, he's not looking at whether our football is moving forward. He's not looking at uh, whether our football is, is actually uh, competitive from a global standard uh, and is just looking at papers. So mm. for me, uh, if he were looking at the sort of football we're watching in the Premier League, he would be concerned big time and would want to there to be a fresh infusion of coaches rather than the current uh, uh, scenario where we're recycling coaches who are just doing the same things. For me, it seems, uh, Alois, that uh, he's more concerned with looking good with CAF and FIFA rather than considering what's actually the status on the ground. So they just want to communicate to FIFA, hey, that we are implementing your licensing requirements. And yet they haven't created the environment where these coaches are able to get their badges. So they're not really taking into consideration what the lay of the land is. Yeah, I, I, I don't know where that comes from, Mike. You, you, you're very right. He, he's more concerned about this bureaucratic stuff. Whereas other countries are not even using it. You know, we've got South Africa that has gone way, way ahead of us. Mm, yes, They're not yes. even using it. F- footballers are retiring today. Tomorrow he's coaching a Premier he's on League. Bench, yeah. he's on the bench, coaching a Premier League team. And they're going strong. They are going strong. They're now they, their teams are going all the way to the Cup competitions. They're reaching the finals. And some of them are winning it. Absolutely. And their players are in, on the podium for the uh, for the Cup Players of the Year awards. They are doing well but what are we doing with our high rate Ugh. what are we doing with it we're turning up the beats i just need your hit music station let's go i'm no good at goodbye For hit music, it's the International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One report. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. This week, we're talking about the importance of warranty and service measures that Zimoco, as the only authorized distributor of Mercedes-Benz, Jeep, Fiat, Alfa Romeo, Mitsubishi, and Haval, as well as GWM, uh, Mercedes-Benz and Fuso trucks and buses in Zimbabwe, are able to carry out on your vehicle. A warranty is a promise by a manufacturer that their product will, under normal use conditions, 
perform according to the given specifications. The manufacturer promises to repair any faults with their product or replace it during the warranty period so that the user enjoys fault-free operation. For vehicles, the warranty is usually expressed in terms of mileage and or now, Zimoko is the only distributor authorized to carry out warranty repairs for Mercedes-Benz, Jeep, Fiat, Alfa Romeo, Mitsubishi, Haval, and GWM, Mercedes-Benz trucks and buses, as well as Fuso trucks. These brands are all serviced and supported by Zimoko through its dedicated after-sales service workshops. So whether you've, your vehicle was purchased here in Zimbabwe, in South Africa, the United Kingdom, or any other market, Zimoko is the only distributor authorized to carry out warranty repairs and service measures for these brands. Stay tuned to find out more. Z. All right, in Formula One, uh, Red Bull Formula One boss uh, Christian Horner says that his team won Mono- the Monaco Grand Prix by doing the basics well and thinking on their feet. Having qualified third, Sergio Perez uh, scored a brilliant victory on the streets of the Principality. Let's hear from the race winner, Sergio Perez, who signed a contract extension a few hours ago to remain with Red Bull until 2024. Uh, it's a it's a dream come true. I mean, as a driver, you you dream of winning here. Is after your home race, I think is there is no other more special weekend to win. So to the to do it and the way we did it, you know, we just made it a bit harder for ourselves there at the end. Um, but it was just I mean, with the grain in I had to not make any mistake, bring it home. But uh, keeping Carlos Carlos behind wasn't easy. See. <laughs> Sergio Perez there, the man uh, they sometimes call the tyre whisperer uh, because he's able to get mm. to his tyres to the end even when it doesn't look like he can. But this is a strategic victory, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, Barry. I mean, he assumed control uh, of his uh, first Monaco win after Red Bull's Monte Carlo Street Smarts wrong-footed. Uh, the <laughs> bewildered Ferrari with the Mexican then undercutting uh, the pole-sitting Leclerc where, for, when changing uh, from wet to intermediates early on. And what I love about it, Barry, is that it just wasn't him uh, and it just wasn't the team. It was a combination of both. Uh, you know, the good strategy calls around the pit stops on the drying deck were key, yeah. as was his ability, like you say, the tyre whisperer, mm. to nurse his graining slick tyres in the closing laps. That's what won him this Grand Prix. Mm, absolutely. And uh, you've got to say also that uh, Ferrari will kick themselves uh, because they certainly... Should have been an easy one, one too. Sh- on, Charles Leclerc on a circuit, Barry, way, it's difficult uh, for you to overtake. overtake yeah. uh, and Charles Leclerc losing. The team lost him that yeah, Grand Prix. They lost him the Grand Prix and he was incandescent with rage. And the reason he was incandescent with rage is because uh, the driver standings, Max Verstappen, uh, now leads those standings by nine points or 125 points over Charles Leclerc in second, a 116. While Sergio Perez of Red Bull is on 110 in third. In fourth is George Russell of Mercedes uh, on 84 points and in fifth is Carlos Sainz of Ferrari on 83 points. Lewis Hamilton is sitting in sixth. The constructors standing Red Bull Racing is on 235 out in front. Ferrari in second 199 and then Mercedes is in third on 134. Next up, it's Azerbaijan, the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, which takes place next week.
Alright, let's give you, of course, some more information coming out of Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. And service measures are interventions with the manufacturer, uh, which the manufacturer may instruct to be carried out to fix a fault in their product or to improve it once it has left the factory. Uh, these are also sometimes referred to as recalls. Now, Zimoko has several service measures currently in operation, which include inspection and change of airbags, brake units, etc for the safety of the users of its brands. The best thing about warranty and service measures is that if a vehicle is eligible for either one of these, it is done absolutely free of charge, but only at Zimoko. Why wait? If your vehicle has never been to one of our workshops, send us the vehicle identification number, that's a VIN, on email to inquiries at zimoko.co.zw. Let me give you, of course, that, that email address again. Inquiries at zimoko.co.zw and we'll check if your vehicle has any outstanding service measures which need attending to. It's that simple. And what makes it even more exciting is that it's free of charge. Now, last but not least, we have two fantastic service promotions on selected Jeep and Mercedes-Benz models. Unbelievable pricing on the service of your vehicle, which includes free manufacturer's diagnostic report, free vehicle health check, customer courtesy bus uh, service uh, from Douglas Road, and most importantly, add value to your car with a Zimoko service record. For pricing and booking information, please go to our website. That's zimoko.co.zw. Zimoko is specialized service for special brands. The Formula One Report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name is Graham Sharp and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. Serving off in France where Coco Golf outclassed Sloane Stevens 7562 to reach a Grand Slam semi final for the first time at the French Open. The American teenager will face Martina Trevison, who secured her maiden Grand Slam semi final appearance after defeating Leila Fernandez 626763. In the men's draw, there is a blockbuster quarterfinal clash featuring Novak Djokovic against Rafael Nadal tonight. In news from England, Johnny Burstow is relishing the start of England's new journey against New Zealand at Lords this week. Burstow only returned from his spell with IPL side Punjab Kings last Monday and is yet to play any Red Bull cricket this season. But the wicketkeeper batsman immediately joined up with Ben Stokes' side ahead of Thursday's first test match. With New England captain Ben Stokes and coach Brendan McCullum starting the arraign, Burstow is keen to get a feel for the new regime. And from New Zealand... The fate of New Zealand's rugby's contentious deal with a U.S. private equity firm should be known on Thursday when members vote at a special general meeting in Auckland. If passed, Silver Lake will take a substantial stake in New Zealand rugby's commercial rights, including an unprecedented outside influence to the sporting body which owns the mighty All Blacks. Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Keep us in your timeline. You don't want to miss it. Take a picture of me. See it. Share it. Fan Zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. 
just a reminder of our number 0731168045. That's our WhatsApp platform, 0731168045. We are also on Twitter and Facebook. Follow and interact with the at ZFM Sport. Hi, guys. I am Lazarus Manyandevu. Uh, uh, this, I like the show so much to the extent of following it every day, but I disagree with you on saying Madrid were lucky in their Champions League games. Uh, and he says, don't analyze based on which team you support. We know you are Barca fans, but if a team did well, please give it a thanks. Uh, so which team do you think was the best in the Champions League? That is the question. So first of all, Alois is not a Barca fan, so uh, you missed the mark as, as far as that concerned. He's a Real Madrid fan. And in fact, Alois was actually the most critical of Real Madrid, and he's a Real Madrid he fan. Was skating yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Barca fans were actually quite complimentary. Uh, so I don't know if you listened to yesterday's show, but the reality is, Alois, I think uh, sometimes we need to realize that uh, it's possible to win without playing good football. Yeah, you see, you see, our job here is to analyze. You see, so we, we don't support. Here we talk about what happened, what transpired. You see, as much as I'm a Real Madrid fan, if they're mm. not playing well, I say it. But I am also a football person who knows that, yes, a team can win without playing well. We, we have seen it happening. And statement they would have the better team lost. Yeah. You know, sometimes it does happen. So when we're here, we are not supporting anybody. We we analyzing the game. I'm I'm here. I'm a Real Madrid fan, but if my team is not playing well, I'm a Manchester United fan. I'm critical of Manchester United. I will tell you that that was not that was terrible. But I, I am yeah, exactly. Yeah. We played terribly, terribly. This I cannot just come out and say ah we did well when I know that we didn't. So <laughs> I I'm here to dish out what I my opinion, Your opinion. in an honest way and very, also very, very honest way. I also think it's important uh, that uh, people differentiate between banter. Uh, and analysis. Yes, you know yes, uh, yeah, there, there yeah. are times when people engage in banter. Tombo ones that I'm with my team. You know we, we yes, do that occasionally. Yes. Uh, and and it's banter. And also it's important to also differentiate between the pundits on the radio show mm. and uh, people's social media footprint, for example. Because yeah. on social media we're there as as fans, yeah, 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 rather yeah, than yeah, as pundits. Exactly. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tango find another social media. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. But when we come here, Tango does with and and I I don't think um, uh, we. We would we would tune in, uh, and by this I'm talking about everyone who tunes in uh, would tune in if we just came out and we gave banter that they can hear if mm. we went down to the local, we'll the just, local we'll, pub. We'll, we'll just do a podcast. We'll just do a podcast. Then you listen to it at your leisure. Yeah. Um, we we come on here because we want to give our opinion mm. of what is taking place and we expect you to not to agree with us yes. but to, yeah. to, to to challenge us from your that, own punditry exactly. perspective that, so that we it. then enrich the discussion I, I like that because I think uh, I, I've noticed one thing if your opinion sort of like agrees with what uh, certain people think, they think you're a great pundit. Exactly. Oh, the, the minute that your opinion is different yeah, from what they carry, you are a useless are pundit. Useless. But anyway, let's go to, 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 our, to our platform here. Yeah? Uh, Philip Ingenoy, good evening. He says uh, your show is very informative. Hansi, any update on Zifa and the SRC soap opera? Well, none today. Uh, and he says my best three are Karim Benzema, Sadio Mani and Kevin De Bruyne. Those are his best three players. Uh, Reggie from Harare uh, has gone with Nkuku, who was the Bundesliga Player of the Year. Benzema 
and money. What are your thoughts, uh, Alois? I, I haven't asked you who your top three performers were. Uh, what my thoughts are on mm. what you read out? Or no, no, no. Or, or your top, top three. three. Okay. In fact, give me five. I'll ask you who the top three are later. I was about to ask for five. Anyway, yeah, because I'll go with Benzema, I'll go with De Bruyne, I'll go with Lewandowski, and I'll go with Kuku, and I'll also go with Mane. Okay. with Those are top five. Those are my top five. Your top five. I would go with Mane. I would go with Christopher Nkunku. Robert Lewandowski. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll go with Karim Benzema. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm gonna stick in there because we're quick to forget th- because he went off the boil. But Salah did some phenomenal things at the beginning of the season. Uh, those so are your five. Okay, yeah. I- I'm gonna go with uh, Karim Benzema. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Sadio Mane. I'm going to go with Kevin De Bruyne. I'm going to go with Robert Lewandowski. And then I'm going to go with Vinicius Jr. Those, those are my top five. So anyway, keep your messages coming in, guys. Uh, another message from Chinoy. Chinoy, guys, don't worry about us here. Guys, my message is that way about Chinoy. Hi, guys. My top three is Benzema, Sadio Mane, and Kevin De Bruyne. Get to see our b- b- beloved uh, Chevron's touring Australia. Uh, Panas Pachinoy. Good evening to you, Panas. Nice to know that you're enjoying the show. Um, and then uh, Aldrizi. Oh, I like that. He's out in skies. He says my top three is Benzema, De Bruyne and Vinicius Jr. Those are the votes that are coming in. So it looks like Tirukutambira in the same area. In the same space. Uh, that's where we are. Uh, this one here, uh, Taguta uh, Baba Ivy says my best European players for the season 2021-2022 are Benzema, Kevin De Bruyne and Rudiger of Chelsea. That's the wow. first time that a defender is getting a mention. Who, who, who sent uh, Rudiger? Uh, that is uh, Taguta. Taguta. Uh, Taguta was well, because in truth, uh, defenders don't get the kudos that they deserve. Same as goalkeepers. Uh, because we all look at the attacking players, yes. the attackers, the forwards. Uh, but R- Rudiger has had a phenomenal season. And that's why I suppose nah, he's at, uh, 11 for the Champions League. Uh, Gerson from Otare he says that his top three are Benzema, KDB and Vinicius Jr. Tafazwapa Howard has decided to go with your model, guys. Five players. Uh-huh. Uh, he's got number one, Benzema. Money at number two. KDB, number three. Luka Modric at number four. And Nkunku at number five. Again, it's more or less the same, the same. players uh, that are appearing yeah, yeah. That, that, that are appearing of course in that Isaac from Bulawayo he says his top three are Benzema Mane and Salah uh, Menu Parklands in Bulawayo has gone with KDB Benzema and Vinicius Junior uh, and then uh, Valentine from Bulawayo looks like uh, the guys in Bulawayo said hell no we're not going to let this show go to Genoi uh, we're going to take over uh, he's, going with, he's going with the top five and he's got a curveball here. He's got uh, KDB. He's got Salah and Benzema, who a lot of people are also talking about. But he's thrown in Trent Alexander-Arnold and Holland. 
in the top. I think Holland out disagree because yeah, Holland, he spent yeah, half yeah, the season injured. The yeah, out yeah. This season he was and he was yeah. on fire last season. Yes, no I'd leave him no out. Why, why are people ignoring Mbappe? Mbappe, I think because of why? the way the because of PSG's yeah because of PSG's uh, yeah. season yeah I think that's the reason yeah. why because you were still playing yeah they yes, were still playing and he was playing good football yes, he was he, he was, was playing fantastic football but yeah, this I is think the message PSG. to Kylian Mbappe Mm. Yeah. Realize you can't win. You can't win anything from there. <laughs> People will forget you. Yeah, exactly. And let's wrap it up here. Ah. Real Madrid were the best. I say so because that defending and counter-attacking is also one of football tactics. So this past season it worked out well. Also, Real Madrid, long balls, They were playing good football. He does make a fine point that you know what? There are many ways to skin the cat as far as football tactics are concerned. Well, Talking about uh, skinning a cat, Al-Akhli skinned in Casablanca last night. That's where we kick off in the beautiful game. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. Drum. The roaring fans. Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on ZFM Sport. Fatty loses out in the middle. This is an opportunity. Another right, wrong way, shot, what a goal! What a super goal! Cutting inside the goal scorer. This might be a late run in here. Saved by El Shinawi. Goal! The African Champions League won in 2022 by Widat Casablanca. The Moroccans are the kings of Africa. The king is dead. Long live the king. <laughs> Al-Akhli dethroned by Huida de Casablanca last night in the CAF Champions League. But Al-Akhli head coach Pizzo Musimani believes the best team lost following that 2-0 defeat against Huida in the CAF Champions League last night. And there are some, Barry, that they will say that, you know, listen, this is the case of a sore loser. Yeah, and uh, you know what, Pizzo Musimani speaks his mind uh, very often in fact all the time uh, and here he's just spoken his mind but in truth his mind is uh, I think uh, a little bit wrong in the sense that I think Huidad for large parts of that game certainly in transition looked good yes they didn't have much of the possession but for intensity for their uh, transitional pace for their organisation you can't fault it uh, listen it reminded me a bit of Real Madrid Huidad in the way that they went about this game uh, you know very tight very compact and very efficient whenever they got into that attacking third. Yeah, I think efficiency is the word. I, they prepared well. You know what? One thing that I realized about them when I was watching this mm. game, this was a team that was well prepared. They knew their they, opponents. Yes, they knew what they needed to do. They knew about our ugly and they uh, they they had this sense that they were the underdogs, so they had to take the game and they too. fought. Yeah. Uh, they fought and obviously with the fans behind them, mm. they had sure. the extra adrenaline. The fans Guys, the fans. But I want to that that just confirmed for me. I think the the uh 
the push which is happening next season for a two-legged final in Africa. Mm. When you can allow Al Ahly to then Yes, lose 2 0 no, in that first yeah, game. Then and take it back, back and say, Right, we're going to respond. We are Kwedu with our fans. Weapons on military station. Right. Yeah. Then, then we're talking, it, it, it evens out. Because yeah. there was a poultry cloud that was supporting uh, Al Ahli. Yeah. But the rest of the stadium, yeah. my God, no, there certainly was a 12th man in last night's final. And it's congratulations to Huidad. Also, a big congratulations to the coach. I mean, Tactical, tactical masterstroke. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, Walid Regragu, Regragu, and he promoted El Mutaraji from the bench uh, for the title uh, decider. Uh, a guy who wasn't uh, uh, an assured starter. What does he do? He comes in net after 15 minutes with a brilliant strike, and then again 48 minutes into the game in Casablanca, he got his brace. That is a tactical masterstroke. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my Toria's super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Real Madrid forward Karim Benzema has been named as the Champions League player of the season following his exploits in helping Los Blancos capture a record extending 14th European Cup. Benzema scored 15 goals in 12 Champions League games and is a leading contender to win this year's Ballon d'Or. We've asked you to name your top three players in European football this season and I can tell you that every message that's come in has got Benzema on the list. We can disagree about other players you know whether Salah deserves to be there there's someone who sent in a message and says Anza hakuna list we can debate Kevin Dubrunia uh, we can debate Mane we can debate Vinicius Junior but there is certainly no debate Alois about the exploits of Karim Benzema and like Messi said in yesterday's interview it's very difficult to see past Karim Benzema as his successor in the Ballon d'Or you can't you know right, right now right, right now you can't you know there was Lewandowski uh, at the beginning of the year. You think that he, because he was uh, doing well last season, you thought that he was going to overlap into this season. But uh, Benzema has just been outstanding, uh, scoring goals for the team. He has been the captain, leading, yeah, leading from the front. And at the same time, Real Madrid winning the European Champions League, guys, and the, and the La Liga. So mm. what? You have won the trophies. You are doing well. You are the one who is actually driving the team. So uh, what else can Benzema do for us to actually say he deserves it? What yeah. else can he do? No, he I, I, well. think, I think there'll be very little in the way of dispute uh, as far as uh, Benzema is concerned. Think I think he's almost uh, a shoe-in for the Ballon d'Or uh, when that award is going to be announced. And uh, let's take a look at the team of the tournament. The team of the tournament has got Thibaut Courtois of Real Madrid in goal. Uh, your back four defence has got right back uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold of Liverpool with uh, Robertson of Liverpool as the left back. The two centre-backs are Virgil van Dijk and Rudiger of Chelsea. Your three-man midfield has got Fabinho anchoring with Luka Modric and Kevin De Bruyne providing the creativity. And then a three-man attack that is headed by Karim Benzema as the central striker. And then Kylian Mbappe of PSG as well as Vinicius Jr. of Real Madrid. 
And again, you take a look at those selections, Bari, maybe one or two. Again, it's difficult to argue, Barry, against that team. No, you can't argue against it. Those are the, 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 the players that performed in this edition of the uh, uh, Champions League. You look at their impact for their teams, their impact on games and the impact in the tournament. I think they, they all uh, are there on merit. And again, are, are you surprised that uh, the messages that are coming in on our WhatsApp platform, there hasn't been one single mention of Mbappe? Very. Is it recency bias because there was someone yeah. who was arguing the case of De Bruyne, Alois and Salah in the EPL that De Bruyne, people forget that the first half of the season he, he wasn't great yeah. Yeah. Uh, but in February and he was burning hot and the same thing with Mbappe people seem to have forgotten what Mbappe has done this season mainly because he wasn't involved in the big Champions League games at the end of the season yeah I think it's because they got they got knocked out early you know in, in, in the Champions League but uh, like I by, said by that, Real Madrid uh, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah but like I said I, I, I've been following uh, the, his game in, 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 in France you know he was he was outstanding he was doing well even in, in the early stages of the Champions League he was doing well you know he's a good player so that's why I was like well, why aren't people mentioning Mbappe but sometimes yeah people get biased towards the players that yeah. play for their clubs I, and I think that. recently but on that list mm. on that list I think for the first time in a very long time there is no controversy any controversy on that one mm. I don't see any player that I can actually say no why is he on, on that list no ser- seriously this one is well thought out and the fairest I've ever seen in a long time right uh, let's wrap up our news of course with the story on Robert Lewandowski he has publicly stated his desire to leave Bayern Munich this offseason rather than at the end of his contract next year however he stated earlier this month that he would not renew his contract at the club which expires in June 2023 chief executive uh, officer of Bayern Munich Oliver Kahn subsequently said that Lewandowski had an obligation to fulfill that deal deal Barry we got 90 seconds so briefly Barry uh, this one here it's a player who wants out legendary player at the club uh, you've also got the club saying you know what fulfill the deal uh, which way do you see this one panning out it's publicly uh, stated that he wants to join Barcelona they've offered him a three-year contract he wants a fresh talent uh, challenge pretty much like Sadio Mane at Liverpool ah, he's going to leave uh, there's too many footballing brains at uh, Bayern Munich Oliver Kahn I think he's speaking for himself at the moment uh, I don't think the hierarchy has gotten involved uh, but the footballing brains at Bayern Munich will say look at the, he served us well uh, let the man go let him have a fresh challenge so I suspect that he's going to leave well the Polish striker of course has scored 98 goals over the last two season. Think of that, 98 goals. And he came second in the Ballon d'Or voting last November. He has won eight consecutive Bundesliga titles since joining Bayern from Borussia Dortmund in 2014 as well as the Champions League in 2019-2020. So he has been a phenomenal success for the Bavarians and now it's thought that he is on his way out. This is ZFM Sport on a Tuesday. We will bring you nothing but the top stories out of the world of sport. We'll be back doing the same thing tomorrow at 5 past 6. May God richly bless you. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Manande, out. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sport stories. Chelsea, UEFA Champions League winners of 2021 the biggest interviews that uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior and all the analysis right here he's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world 
on any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Mandel, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.